Welcome to the Traffic Masters Show. Each week, Traffic Masters explores the lifeblood of your business, generating traffic, turning visitors into leads, and conversion strategies. Mastering traffic and conversion allows you to grow a business you love and live the life of your dreams. Welcome to the show. Well, welcome everyone to another episode of Traffic Masters here on Blog Talk Radio. I am your co-host, Gina Gaudio-Graves, the Dean and Founder of Directions University at DirectionsUniversity.com. Calling in live this week from Bonita Springs, Florida, as they do each week on Tuesdays at noon Eastern. We have got yet another great show lined up for everybody this week. We have my co-host, the Associate Dean of Directions University, Jack Humphrey, calling in from Richmond, Indiana. Boy, Jack, did we not have a blast with Joelcom last week. He's so fun. He got a puppy. He actually got a puppy. (laughs) He sure did. Tell everybody about it. Well, uh, he was lamenting the fact that he would like to have a dog, but he travels so much, as we all know. He's always on a plane and taking pictures of himself on a plane and trains and automobiles and everywhere else. And so we sent him a puppy stuff, not a real puppy. So he could just have, you know, Jan was the one who thought of that. Jan is our scheduler and our all-around awesome person for getting our guests taken care of, and she uh, she boxed up the exact breed, and it was a really weird breed, but she boxed up the exact one. She found it and sent it to Joel, and uh, if you go to Joel Com's Facebook page, you'll see a picture of it. He was he was pleased that we didn't send him a real dog because he's not ready for one yet. That was too cool. Well, we have got yet another fantastic guest lined up for you guys today. But he is not here yet, Jack, so we're going to do things a little bit out of order and instead start with Jan Short with um, Ina Gilmore. So let's start with that, Jack, and then as soon as we get done with that, we'll have our guest, David Perdue from NAMS, the Niche Affiliate Marketing System. So here's Jan and Ina. Hi, this is Jan Riley, and this is part two of the interview with Ina Gilmore from Caregiving with Purpose. group of women uh, my age and older, and we were all having this discussion about every single person at the table had siblings, multiple siblings, and every single person at the table was the one that was left to caretake because they were either... um, a woman without children or retired or whatever the quote common social norm was but the, the but the basic line was whether that person needed care 24 hours a day or not right they didn't get relief and it was very interesting sure you know sure. yeah and all these different elements of caregiving Mm-hmm. That uh, there were legal questions, medical questions. There were, uh, you know, basically kind of ethical questions of yep. how, how to deal with all these situations, as well as elderly parents and uh, uh, financial is another one. Yes, another financial. One. And then there's other things as where maybe a spouse or a child gets in an injury and needs care, right. care for X amount of months or days or years. Right. So there's such a wide variety of caregiving that we were all discussing how 
it, it's you're you're not going to make it through your life, you know. It's like you're not going to go through without you know something happening where you may have to stop your life and take care of someone else. Or you, I'm not going to say it that way. You may choose to. Well, yes, and there's a there's a wonderful quote from Rosalind Carter, former first lady of the United mm-hmm. States. She says, "There's only four kinds of people in the world: those who have been caregivers, those who are caregivers, those who will be caregivers." and those who will need caregivers. Ooh. And doesn't that make uh-huh. it? Yes. Yes. And that right now there are, um, the statistics I last statistics I saw were there were at least 65 million caregivers in the United States alone. These are yeah. family caregivers. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. And there's a quote from um, Dr. Oz who says that there are only two kinds of people in the world, those who have Alzheimer's, and those who know someone with Alzheimer's, or there will be. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which is another which is another epidemic that's coming. Well, uh, that and uh, when I was working with this uh, company, I came into some stats that there are ten thousand people a month that will need mobility services. Sure. That they're becoming. They need mobility. They'll have mobility issues within their homes. That means yeah. that whatever they used to do walking around will now need some assistance. And um, what that says to me is that training and teaching and assisting people that are going to be giving the assistance mm-hmm. is a really important job. Yeah. Because it requires not just the ability to care about someone, but there's a lot of other uh, tasks and skills that are needed and that they need support for. Oh, absolutely. And with the changing picture of insurance, Mm -hmm. this is becoming more and more uh, likely that there are complex medical procedures that are being done at home, whether it's wound changes, people are on ventilators at home, people have oxygen at home, people have intravenous solutions that are given at home. Um, for several decades now, they've been able to get dialysis at home. Right. The dialysis. Um, all, and all of these things, you know, changing a stoma on somebody, uh, cleaning cleaning a stoma, or just learning how to turn somebody. Mm-hmm. Right. Are taking skilled care. And even one of the things I noticed was even uh, changing somebody's shoes and socks when they're sitting down. You have to get down on your. You have to get down on the floor, in order to do that, and you need to get up and down without hurting your own back or twisting. Right. I mean, just something simple like that. That's not even lifting somebody. Right. Yes, we just got my dad a one of those sock assists. Sure. I'm like, wow, who knew? <laughs> a mir- yeah. It's a miracle thing. Yeah. Because he's got neuropathy and yeah. can't really reach his feet well, and. That's an issue. Sure, sure. Other things that are an issue are raised toilet seats. Yep. Using, instead of knobs, using levers for doors and also for faucets. Uh-huh. Um, making sure that it's safe, the, the stove is safe, the oven is safe, you know, all of these things. Um, even even the uh, transitions from, from hard floor or vinyl floor to carpeting. You want to make sure that that doesn't trip somebody. Right. Even the carpeting. A Berber carpeting, a very short pile, is much safer for somebody who has a little bit of a shuffling gait right. than shag carpet. 
Yes, and really simple things that I know uh, I've helped other friends of mine with. I helped a friend who was in the hospital and then had a ambulatory issues for a couple of years sure. while she recuperated. And it was making uh, sure that the doors stayed open. Uh-huh. So it was just adjusting the hinges. So when the door opened, it didn't sit halfway because she would hit it when she was walking in and out, making sure that the grab bars were actually mounted into wood studs. Right. Things like that, and mounting them in several different places in the house where she was prone to grab. Sure. Uh, And that was very, very helpful. You know, we went and widened all of her walkways through the house, which you don't think about when you can walk and sort of, you know, twist around, but it it made it so much easier for her to make sure she could walk without tripping or falling and to have plenty of room to steady herself. And it was really just some planning, and it didn't take a lot of effort, but it did take making the effort. Right, right. Yeah, we found that too. We also found that uh, putting railings on either side of the steps, you know, yes. not just on one side. No. Yeah. We actually put railings down her hall for her. You know, I have found that as more people begin to care for the people they love, there's a an emotional toll, like a personal because it is I don't know, more intense or more emotional when you're caring for a parent or a child or someone you care about. And that support for those areas is also really critical, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's support from a social support. And that's part of the problem with caregiving is that you get so involved in giving the care that all of a sudden you don't have time for your own social activities Mm -hmm. to keep your own social support going. and that can be a real that can be a real challenge, but yeah, there's there's an emotional distance that professional caregivers have to maintain. Otherwise, you a little bit of you would die, you know, every time um, one of your patients doesn't do well. Right. And you have to you know keep going because you've got you know ten, fifteen, twenty, forty, fifty patients a day, however many it is. Um, but that one on one is definitely, it's more intensive because you're dealing emotionally and you're also probably dealing with issues that may be from your own childhood. Um, one of the things that you, you may notice is that this person knows how to push your buttons because they installed them. You know, with the parents. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they definitely know that. Dealing um, with that one right now. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good one to deal with. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, definitely. It's uh, like, man, you better be a lot nicer. <laughs> Your butt's going to be sitting there by itself. Like I said, it's so needed, and I'm so happy that you have been able to harness your experience to help other people. Thank you. Yeah, I'm delighted with it, and I really, like I say, that's that's what I want to do is to help others, and that's that's my goal. And it's been really amazing, the, the social media response that we've had, and I'm just oh, I bet. Yeah, absolutely delighted. Great, thank you. Sure. Great. Please visit Ina Gilmore at caregivingwithpurpose.com. This is a revolutionary idea that's going to help millions of people 
take caretaking to heart as well as care for themselves. This is Jan Riley with You Create You, and stay tuned for more Jack and Gina. Um, so that you can learn how to do that. Well, thank you so much, Jan and Ina. You know, that's just one example of why Jack and I love what we do so much. Ina is a DU bachelor student. She's a really good example of the kinds of students that work with us at CU. And I know that this is the kind of people that our guest today works with as well. Our guest today is David Perdue the CEO and creator of the Niche Affiliate Marketing System, better known as NAMS, that you'll find at dulovesnams.com. Jack, I'm going to let you go ahead and give him the proper introduction that he deserves. Okay, I'm famous for this, so you're in good hands, David. Uh, (laughs) As the CEO and Chief Architect of NAMS, like Gina said, the Niche Affiliate Marketing System, David has used all his skills as a journalist, consultant, and entrepreneur to build one of the most successful and fastest-growing business training workshops available today. I call it the South by Southwest for uh, marketers, and that's just because I wanted to be the first to do that, or at least on this show. (laughs) The MyNAMS Total Business System Training Membership is a step-by-step tutorial system focusing on training tools and teams that helps novice to advanced business people become even more successful. NAMS has quickly become known as an amazing community of like-minded people with high values led by instructors instructors with awesome integrity. And uh, it's a heck of a great conference, too, I might add. So, David, so great to have you on the show. Man, Joel Calm last week and now you this week. We are really batting a 1,000 this month. Oh, well, thank you. I'm glad to be here. I, I assume you can hear me just fine. Yep. We great. can. Okay, great, great. Well, thank you for inviting me to do this because, uh, you know, I don't get to talk about it very much, especially on Blog Talk Radio anymore, and I, and I love talking to people about uh, what we do, but, but uh, I am just delighted to be on your show because, you know, you guys are like legends. You do a great job of what you're doing. Thank you so much, David. I've only been to NAMS twice. Once I spoke at NAMS, and... You know, what you do at NAMS is so unique in our industry. It really is the program that is closest to the kind of people that we work with at DU. Why we haven't found a way to work together until now is beyond me, but that's going to be my mission for this year. I'm going to find a way for us to work together, David. Well, this is the start right here. It really is. (laughs) You know, the big stuff always starts on this show. This is how Gina and I met. (laughs) It is. What makes you and NAMS unique is you're not in it just for the money. You're really in it to make a difference in these people's lives. And the people that come to NAMS, that go through the My NAMS program, they really aren't going to be happy if all they did was make money. They really want to make a difference, too. And that really sets both your business and ours apart from everything else. Let's compare demographics for a second and see if we actually have a great fit. One of the things about the group that I deal with is that uh, 85% of my group is over 45 years old. 63% of them are women. And um, let's see, and, and 
about 60% of them are, are making over a hundred grand already. So the, um, the thing about this group is that they are incredibly serious. And you know, the way we've built it is like, is similar to the way you've built your program. Uh, we we kind of do it on a university track level based on experience. And I know that you are teaching a lot based on um, the topic and the, how you can help people the most. And so we're trying to do kind of the same thing, except we have a very good front end for people who don't have anything. People who come in and they are just getting started. And they move from one track to the next. Um, and, you know, I really appreciate the words about uh, ma- people who are trying to make a difference in, in the way that I do it so that we can try to make a difference. Um, and it isn't all about the money, but I'll tell you, some days I wish it was about the money. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you there. And, yes, that is very, very similar to the audience that we are working with as well, David. They are primarily women. They're Oh, almost all over the age of probably 50 for the most part, not even 45. And so many of our people have offline service-oriented businesses like chiropractors, veterinarians, right. that sort of business. So they're right. already making money. They just don't like the lifestyle that their practice is bringing them, and they really want to go about getting a bigger impact and reach and doing business differently. Yeah, and too many people that uh, we deal with have created a job, you know, and yeah. uh, instead of a business, and there, that's a huge difference. There are way too many people out there who who are trying to live the uh, the wealth lifestyle that comes with having your own business, but they really didn't get started right. They ended up creating a uh, working for a terrible boss is what they ended up doing, and it's themselves, of course. We have well, so. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say we are really excited, by the way, to to to, uh, to tell you guys about our next workshop, which is coming up. Now, Gina, you've been to a couple of the workshops, and it has grown and grown since. Uh, I think when you attended the second NAM, there was we only, we started our track system, and there were only three tracks at that time. Now we have five tracks, so we're running uh, a workshop that actually. Uh, we split people up into experience levels, and uh, and we we will have 42 instructors at this workshop. So it's pretty amazing. Wow. That's in March. You actually the first you read time my mind. I, came, I was going to ask you more. The first time I came, I was an attendee, and there were three tracks. The year that I taught, I taught with Mark Hendricks, and that uh-huh. year there were four tracks. Oh, good. Yep. So we expanded. Yes, and, and you know, go ahead, Jack. We have, go ahead, Jack. Oh yeah, well, I was just going to say, if anybody wants to read along, um, you can see what we're talking about here during this uh, program at DU. That's for Directions University. DU loves NAMS in AMS dot com, and you can kind of read along what's coming up uh, here in March thirteenth uh, through uh, no March twentieth to the twenty second. This is NAMS thirteen. Are you kidding me, David? I know. Can you believe we've done 13 of these? I never expected to do more than one. <laughs> I really wow, I had no idea it was getting up there that high. Well, okay, so yeah. keep going on, uh, on on what it is, what NAMS is all about. And this is this one's in Atlanta. Are they always in Atlanta? Yeah, we have settled. We have found a hotel in Atlanta that, well, first off, Atlanta is easy to get to from just about anywhere, even the West Coast. You can get direct flights from, to Atlanta. Um, but we found a hotel that will give us concurrent 
uh, Wi-Fi users up to 500 people with high-speed Internet. So we can really conduct live workshops with up to 500 people. And we already have 415, 416 people registered for this one. And um, what we do is we have two amphitheaters, three breakout rooms, and a big ballroom that we, um, that we use during those three days. Now, we have an add-on workshop on Thursday, um, and we have an add-on workshop on Monday as well. And those are not included in the price of the three-day workshop, but they are very specific and, and very in-depth. So people want to take a look at that as well. If they go to NAMS, uh, to, to the NAMS link that you gave us, uh, com, and click on the schedule, they'll see all of the tracks that we have listed there and all of the instructors coming to this one. And, you know, NAMS 100 is for people who don't have a website or a blog or a real business yet. Um, and by the end of the first day, they have their blog set up, their niche selected. And then by the end of the second day, they've created a lot of content for their blog. Uh, and by the end of the third day, they're selling. That's the plan is they learn how to sell. So I love the 100 group. Um, one of the reasons I love them is because that is where the light bulbs really go off. People see this, and they, they realize what they can do. Then the 200 group is a group of people who already have their niche, have their blog, probably attended with us earlier and created all that, but maybe the sales aren't happening like they think they should, and, they, and when they do happen, they really don't have a clue why they are happening. So what we want to do is help those people perfect their sales process and get more sales. And then the 300 group is a group that's making money, um, and they're probably supplementing the family income with, you know, like a car payment, a house payment. Maybe they pay for the vacations or whatever. But I guarantee you the 300 group is working their fannies off. That's their deal. Um, and then the 400 group are people who are making a good living online. Uh, they are uh, probably full-time marketers already. And they will be looking for ways to build a business that is sustainable. And um, we start with an exit strategy, whether you're going to exit or not. But we want to make sure that people understand ways to build an exit strategy. And then all of this is supported by our membership site. Um, you know, we, we ha the, the, this is not one of those um, conferences where you come to and there's lights and fireworks and fancy stuff. We, we work very hard to keep our price low. Right now you can see the price is $197. Um, and that is for one of the most incredible experiences people have because they really come and bond and identify with each other and learn from each other. So, And the other thing about instructors, as you know, Gina, is that uh, when they come, instructors, we actually tell the instructors, if you can't commit to being available for the entire weekend for uh, the students here, you can't be an instructor. And um, it, it, we, we just make the instructors work. That's it. We make them work. <laughs> well, okay, so it's I like going this route this time because we wanted to establish that you have a world-class product. But you are on Traffic Masters. So one of the questions that I've always wanted to ask you, and now I get my chance, is that, you have an incredible, incredible word-of-mouth marketing system that I've come in contact with at other conferences. And during, you know, um, I remember at JVZoo uh, last year, 
uh, NAMS was all over the place, and people were talking about it. And because I think you had just had another session not very uh, far from that, but um, can you tell people a little bit about how you've kind of uh, taken over Twitter? There's, there's like, well, I'm saying Twitter, but all over the place, Facebook as well. You've got like all kinds of people talking about NAMS, not just you. It's not like you standing on the internet with a megaphone. You're you're actually really engaging people to talk about NAMS like crazy. How do you do that? Well, you know, I would like to say that that was strategic and that it was because I really know how to do this well. The truth is I had to be me, Jack. I, I What I do is shine the light on other people. And um, when people ask me what I'm good at with NAMS, I don't say, you know, Facebook advertising. I don't say building a blog. I don't say creating content. I am a good product creator. But the one thing that I do that I think I do really well is create a container. And what I've done is create a container that I pour really good people into. And those really good people have great values and they have great integrity. And that gets talked about. And so uh, the whole word of mouth thing has just really built on itself. And and I'm surprised by it sometimes because, uh, for example, I just got off of the marketer's cruise two weeks ago. Um, and when I, when I walked on the boat, uh, there was a guy that came up to me and said, you're David Purdue from NAMS, right? And I said, yeah, I am. And he said, I just wanted to tell you, I really appreciate what you're doing. I'd never met the person. He's not in our system. He had heard about it and just checked it out. And um, and and so I said, well, thanks, you know, and and I get that a lot, you know. And and Gina, you've done a lot to help us too. I, I went on the cruise last year for the first time, and I was walking through a shop in uh, St. Thomas, and um, uh, somebody came up to me and asked me that question. I have very distinctive white hair, by the way, so people see me on Facebook, and then they kind of know who I am when they see me, and. Um, uh, and this person came up to me and said, yeah, I'm in Gina's program, and she says nothing but good things about NAMS. And I, you know, I thought, i got to reach out to Gina and say thank you. So that's when I actually brought you guys into the affiliate system because you were telling folks about us without being in the affiliate system. And I want people to be rewarded for that word of mouth as well. So we have a really good affiliate system. Well, I've been telling well, folks I really like about that. you I... since I was at NAMS the first time. I mean, it's a very unusual program, David. And one that has been really badly needed in the marketplace. So thank you for all that you do. You bet. And you know what? I'll tell you uh, why it's an unusual program in the marketplace. It's incredibly hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, Dave. I mean, it's... Oh, go ahead, Jan. Jan, Yes, hi. this is Jan. Hey, David. Hi, Jan. Okay, so I have to do this because I actually have been to NAMS, and I have uh, got times. to say... Many times. And so there's two things I really wanted to say, and one is that my first experience at NAMS was just kind of accidental. And the thing I was the most struck by, and I've been to lots of events and lots of coaching groups and all kinds of things, but I never went anywhere where people just came up and talked to me, whether they were instructors or participants or anything. You could hardly tell the difference. Plus, there were many women and many that were successful in all different levels. 
And I found it really stimulating to be in a place where people were actually just communicating and, and talking to you like you're a real person. It wasn't a big pitch fest, and nor was it kind of that clicky, you know, the the in crowd. You know, there wasn't right. that huge delineation at the stage where everybody yeah. that presented then kind of disappeared into the ether. And, you know, I've been several times, and I stay in touch with the people from NAMS, yeah. which says a lot to me. And then the other thing is you have the most awesome wife. Oh, I do. Thank you. You really do. <laughs> I do. Thank you. Yeah, she's, you do. She's I a mean, great she, supporter. And she's a great supporter. And just things like that, like the fact that the people that I meet there um, – actually return my calls they actually communicate this says something about the quality of experience that you put together and the people that support you it's no wonder that people talk about it when i found out jack and gina knew about you i was like oh so cool you're going to be there right um because when i met jack and gina it was the closest thing i'd ever found to somebody that was really cared about helping people grow their sustainable Real business. Right. Well, thank you. Thank you for that, Jan. Um, and, and Jan gives the best hugs ever. So Yeah, I am uh, world class for that. I, that's right. I, I want to have a business for that. that. Really, that would be my you know thing. So I don't know how much time we have, but I just wanted to say that uh, I really hope you guys will come to NANS. Jack and Gina, I'd love to see you there again, and we can uh, get you set up to teach again. I'd love for you to come and teach again at NANS, both of you. Um, because you are definitely the kind of people that we uh, we, we really want to get get into the system, you know. And, and Jan, what you said really touches me because um, if I had to say in one sentence what we are, we are the anti-internet marketing conference. That's really what I think we are. I, I went to a conference in uh, well, someplace. I will just say I went to a conference someplace, and I was on a panel. And I looked at the audience of about 150 people, and I counted six women in the audience, and I saw no one with gray hair in the audience. And I just looked out there, and I thought, well, these are not my people. You know, these are not my people. And it's not a party. We don't do a party. We have a lot of fun. We have a reception. We have a, a, a lot of music. But it is not the kind of um, parties that a lot of Internet marketing conferences are known for. We we really do work. People are too busy and too tired to party like that. Yeah, I went to something like that, and I was so tired by the uh, end of the day that uh, the idea of staying up most of the night doing the social thing was, you know, and that's funny because it didn't always used to be that way, but you you get different priorities and your energy levels for different things are different as you get older. <laughs> yeah, and so I is- totally get you there. Yeah, the other thing, Jack, is that, you know, we really, really encourage people to um, network. And so we want the instructors at the – the thing I like about the hotel as well is that there's not a lot of other places nearby. So you're pretty much trapped in the hotel. And we like that because you get to know people. And uh, I'll give you a quick example of that, uh, of how I kind of make people do this. On the cruise, I took 30 people with me on the cruise two weeks ago and from NAMS, and I noticed that they were moving in pack. You know, they, were, they knew each other. They were comfortable with each other. And by Wednesday, I'd heard a complaint. Well, David disappeared. We don't see David. Well, I was busy. 
I was working with people. I was meeting new people. There's 450 marketers on the boat. I'm about networking with people like that and, and getting to know people. So I had a little meeting with my namsters there, and I said, okay, how many people have been in the dining room? Only half of them have been to dinner in the dining room. How many people have been to the networking event at midnight? Nobody had been to the networking event at midnight. I've been every night. Um, and, I, and I said, this is what you're here for. You need to meet people. And so from that point forward, those guys were doing what I told them to do, which is out meeting people. Yeah. Well, another thing I think, you know, getting back to the marketing of this and um, the attention that it's getting, and obviously there's passion. I would imagine that we could have a, a random selection of people from um, other workshops that we could bring on today and they'd sound just like Jan did and just like Gina does when they're talking about their experience and everything else. So that people need to pay attention to. You can inject that actually into your business without having something in Atlanta, Georgia uh, as a live event. You know, you guys could do that, um, uh, you know, and it's not testimonials though. It's not like going out and seeking testimonials on the like one-dimensional black and white level of it. This is a really organic kind of feeling thing because I, I, I think that's probably what I failed to mention earlier is that there are a lot of people. I mean, I just watch. I'm just. I'm on your tweet thing, and I'm just watching Willie Crawford and everybody go by, and it's just. It's just a constant stream of activity. And I think the other thing that you said that was really important that makes this happen is an authentic experience, a great, unusual, unique experience on the part of the participants. But then bringing in all of these experts is something that Gina and I really, really love <laughs> because we have a faculty of almost 30 now, and uh, our faculty members are, you know, they have their own audience. They have their own people. They have their own sphere of influence. And then they bring it all together in Directions U, and we don't have conferences. So, you know, some people might be thinking, well, I'm listening to this. I want to learn some tips on, you know, getting traffic, and I want to meet people, listen to new ideas, all of that stuff. But David does a conference, and there's no, that's not, that's, there's no correlation, but there is. Because Gina and I bring in ex outside experts, and those outside experts have their they're raving evangelists following them everywhere they go. And I imagine that's had a lot to do uh, with why NAMS is so successful because you, you, anybody can put on a conference and just about everybody has or is, and most of them aren't you know, very remarkable. People don't talk about them for years afterwards. But you put on something really good that both takes care of your participants, but I imagine from what I've heard from the people who are your instructors, um, they really love NAMS, and it must mean that you really take good care of your experts as well. And that has to have something to do with the popularity of NAMS overall. Well, one of the things we're doing for the uh, for the instructors, and we try to do it every time, and so this Thursday uh, before the workshop starts on Friday in March, um, we will get the instructors there for a three-hour mastermind and joint venture session. That's just a little thing that we can do for them, right? They're not there for that reason. But one of the things that we find is the instructors at NAMS, the reason they'd like to come there is two reasons. First is they build incredible relationships with a lot of other instructors. But they also build incredible relationships with a lot of the students, and those turn into coaching clients. So um, they, they get a really good introduction to some very serious uh, students. Now, the, the other thing you talked about, Jack, was the, um, the reputation, you know, and the organic nature of the whole thing. Um, that, to me, is really the blessing in this. 
last time at NAMS 12, my wife and I had decided prior to NAMS 12, in fact, we decided at NAMS 11, that NAMS 12 was, would go to an annual workshop instead of twice a year. And um, so I'm on the stage uh, at NAMS 12 and said we are going annual with this. We, had decide, we thought we were going annual with this, but I've been getting some rumblings from people that they didn't want to do that. They wanted to be, remain twice a year from students and instructors. And so I, I put it to the audience and I said, you know, listen, we're, we were thinking of going annual with this because it is so much work. My wife really wants me to work less, and so we were thinking annual. If you want me to do this twice a year, you have to prove it to me. And so by, the, by that Sunday evening, we had over 300 people registered for the next one. And you know, oh, that's kind of proof. Nice. You know, yeah. So uh, that is the organic nature of this. They went out and they told their friends and said, listen, you've got to come to the next one. And, you know, we had have, we have over 300 people registered. And I was, I was blown away. So I thought, okay, this business is not under my control anymore. <laughs> Well, it that's actually, what I was trying to get at earlier, and you said it a lot better, but it's really you're co-creating your business. You're laying it out there. So you could be like most people when they start out, it seems at least the people that we find that come to us uh, for the first time, they feel like the weight of the world is all on their shoulders. And if their their thing is going to be marketed properly, if they're going to get enough attention for it, that everything depends upon them and their work and nobody else. And it's a really lonely way to run a business. It's a really not typically successful way to run a business. And what you just talked about proves the fact that if you bring other people in and even your customers, bring the crowd in, bring the participants and also your experts, and have everybody feel like they have a hand in something, in anything. One of the most successful things I've ever done was uh, content desk and then blog success. And each time – it sold out, and it was just massive and all that. The, the reason for it, and we talked about this, my partners and I, many, many, many times after it happened. We did it, it inadvertently. If we had vertently done it, man, who knows what would have happened. But uh, we inadvertently created a movement, and it really felt we made people feel like they were a part of, they were purchasing something, they were becoming members of something, but they were part of a movement. They had to do it because they cared about something passionately, not just, oh, these guys have a technique for getting their content shown in the search engines or, you know, there's some kind of technique or tactic or a thing that I want that is just what would be on the product wrapper. It's more than that. It's bigger than that. And I think any time that we can learn from people like you who are doing that kind of thing, people feel like they're part of something. I would say that Jan and, and, and other participants would definitely go an extra mile for you that they wouldn't typically go for somebody that just bought a salad spinner from. Or <laughs> I don't know why that product came into my mind. They don't even have those anymore. But to have you know what I mean. It's just, there's something to it. And if people can inject that into their businesses, if they can let it, if they can open their businesses up, open themselves up to their, their prospects, their market, and let them feel more participatory in any way. It doesn't have to be the way that David's doing it. It just has to be that feeling. And I can tell you that I've done that with memberships before, and they were way more successful than we would have planned them or they would have been had we not created something of, in our case, a movement. It just felt like a movement. We We were fed up about something. Nobody was telling us the truth about search. or I can't even really actually remember what the core of the message was, 
But everybody had that feeling. It was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm tired of that too, so I'm going to go give Jack my money to be a member of this site because I'm so mad about this thing that I feel like I'm passionate about. And then we delivered, of course. You always have to have something that delivers and makes them feel like you're really, really over-delivering and, and, and really have their – because you are, not because you're saying you are, but because you really are. And I think that really has a big – uh, impact. I mean, it, it obviously does. I think that's got a lot to do with why NAMS is so successful. Well, thank you. I think that's exactly right. And and one of the things that um, that I like to talk about with NAMS is how it's it's all about um, the values that we bring. It's all about our belief system. You know, I I, I have a, a passive income webinar that I do often, and I. I love passive income. I love building passive income. I love looking for places to build passive income because, to me, that's where business becomes really successful. And, um, but I don't start it out talking about passive income. I started out talking about the three aspects, I think, that every um, business person or most business people that I know start with, and it's three words. It is fear, faith, and footwork. And fear we, a lot of us are entrepreneurs, and that means we're kind of fearless in some ways, and stupid in other ways. <laughs> but, but <laughs> what it re- and risk takers, big time risk takers, right? And anytime you're a big time risk taker, you are stepping out into uncomfortable places, and uncomfortable places mean you have fear. I mean, there's just no way to get around it. You got to be a little fearful, and it takes courage to overcome that fear, right? So. Um, right. Every entrepreneur starts out with fear. I know some people, like myself, so I'm a warrior. I've been a warrior all my life. And so sometimes I'll wake up first thing in the morning and it's not, it's, I don't put my feet on the, on the ground and say, boy, it's a great day. I put my feet on the ground and say, oh, man, i got a lot to do today. And da, da, da. So it all starts racing, right? The, the way you combat that, in my mind, is that you have faith. I mean, it could be faith in higher power, faith in your God, faith in your wife, faith in your kids faith in your products, faith in your business, faith in anything. It's faith, the thing that gets you through. And then the third thing is once you have the fear and the faith under control, it's about doing stuff, taking the actions, doing the footwork. And when you do that and when you have a direction that you're going, then you have to take feedback. And if I had to add another F, it would be feedback because that's what's driven NAMS. We actually built, rebuilt. NAMS workshop one time from Friday to Saturday because Friday wasn't working. The way that we tried to go on Friday didn't work. And we spent we stayed up all night long and rebuilt the entire schedule and the entire weekend and delivered it on Saturday morning and said, oh, by the way, this is new. This is not what you thought it was going to be. We listened to you yesterday, and we've changed it all. And people loved it. People loved it that we adjusted. And, and you know, Jack, I'm sure that you and Gina, that you both have experienced this. Some of your best customers will be people who are angry with you because yep. you listen to them, you solve their problem, and you're reasonable. And when you can do that because you're listening to the feedback and doing what's right, they become big advocates for you. Absolutely. Gina's favorite pastime is uh getting on the phone with somebody who might have uh, asked for a refund or, you know, somehow misunderstood something or or, uh, just got mad for some reason or another. And, you know, it doesn't happen that often, but when it does, she's always getting on the phone with me going, can you believe 
I just talked to so-and-so, and it was just a dumb little thing. And once I fixed it, they became a, a member of this, or they kept their product, they didn't refund it, or whatever it might be. You know, you can't do that on a, easily on a, a daily basis. And if your thing isn't working out really well, and a lot of people are in that situation, it's not sustainable. But it's kind of fun. I can tell that for her it's a lot of fun because it, it's uh, – they do. They, do, they become – evangelists they'll go back out on social and say i can't believe this but i just bought a product and i had a problem and it didn't work out or something and i was mad and the person who sold it gina <laughs> you know the who owned it uh, who should be too busy to call me called me they'll do that stuff and it's just amazing and it did it, it you know who knows how many more customers you get because of that you didn't just save your customer on the on the spot you also can get more that way it's all yeah. about caring and, you know, the, we have an insiders group, which um, we've just revamped. In fact, if you guys have been privy to the last four months of what's happened in my business, I've taken 500 products and turned it into six levels. So we now have six levels of the business, and, it, it is a, and we, we evaluate your commitment to your business and to your life before we actually put you into a level. So um, if you're 100% committed, I'm going to try to talk you into doing a serious coaching uh, and let's get moving and, and get going and take it to the next level with you. If you're not committed at all, I'm going to drop you into the free products at the top and just see, you know, where you go. Um, and to tell the truth, I think commitment is, is the missing ingredient for most of the people who are in business today. They're just not committed to being successful. Um, those that are are like diamonds. And to me, those are the people that are in my insiders group. Our insiders group is fairly small. It's about 300 members right now. Um, but we have people in the insiders group who are just killing it because those are my committed folks. And it's a Facebook group plus access to a bunch of stuff. And um, the Facebook group just rocks because I'm in there every day, two or three times a day, but people are helping each other. And when, when we find out that an insider has some expertise in an area, we actually – highlight them and um, uh, do an insider hangout where we do 30 to 45 minutes, uh, really just about that person's expertise. We let that person teach the rest of our insiders. And, you know, it's, it's real engagement and real support for one another. So I love the peer-to-peer -peer action that happens that way. And it, it comes from, it comes from um, real value, real engagement, real friends is what that really is. Would you say it's fair to say that a lot of your now uh, successful marketing and, and attention getting and awareness um, comes from first putting together a product with pure caring and pure passion and we really want to help people? I mean, I think, you know, you, so you mentioned earlier that it was kind of an accident sort of feeling that so many people talk about NAMS now. But yeah. It doesn't have to be an, it doesn't have to be accidental for somebody who's listening right now because now you've just heard the biggest formula for success is doing something that gets people together makes them feel participatory in the whole thing not just an audience but they participate they even get up and teach when they've excelled and then you've got an amalgam of experts who are really loving what you do and you've integrated them with this so you're not the only one teaching anything you're not the only one you know doing you know pulling all the strings and doing all this stuff but you're bringing outside experts they're bringing their evangelists to it as well 
their top supporters and you know, I say supporters instead of customers because that's what they really are. But they don't, do. it kind of thinks it kind of like you did something really, really wonderful in the world, and then everybody recognized it. Then everybody rallied around you to help you grow it and nurture it and maintain it and make it bigger and get the awareness out. Do you think that it's possible if somebody's listening to this right now that they could kind of turn on a dime where their business is now and take what we've talked about so far? and do it on purpose instead of kind of the way that you found out it was a really great idea. I think so, and I think other people do do this. You know, um, I think that many of our instructors have exactly the same kind of caring, um, and I mm-hmm. think that's one of the reasons they're such good instructors for our group. Um, so I do think people do this on purpose, um, and it is about the impact that you have. But I will tell you that uh, the the whole starting out uh, by accident thing for, for me was complicated. Um, when I did my first workshop, I had a consulting job. I was a, I was a, a telecom merger and acquisition consultant. I did that for three years. The first six NAMS workshops I produced, I did while I had a full-time job. I had, a, I had wow. three offices in Atlanta, Dallas, and Seattle. I was flying all the time. Uh, about half the year I was on the road. And um, and but I was making really good money, and I was an independent contractor. It wasn't a full time. It was a full. It was my business. I was an independent consultant, so I was able to bill really well and do really well with that consultant consultancy, and I enjoyed that work a lot. Um, so I was not planning to give up my consultant gig uh, until it got to be too much. Really, I had to make a decision, and so what I did was I subsidized for the first three years, my workshop, because I wanted to help people. And to tell the truth, if I broke even, I was very happy in that first three years. But I really focused on giving as much value to people and creating as many relationships as possible because I loved doing that. And the money was not that important at that point in time. My wife thought it was no. Um, I mean, she, she's incredibly supportive, but she thought it was crazy that I was not charging enough at that time. I think we had our, our maximum price in the first six workshops was like uh, maybe $147 for the workshop. Wow. And that, that was really just to cover the hotel cost, right? Um, right. I can imagine. Yeah, people don't understand and, how, how, how expensive this stuff is, the stuff that they don't see in putting these things together. It's, it's incredibly – it's a big juggling act to be able to – pull something off that's really good, give people a good price and a good experience and come out with anything left at the end. It's, it's, it's hard. That's why most people who used to have conferences don't have them anymore. That's it's, right. That's part of the – I know that I can hear it in your voice when you say this is really hard to put together. I know that a lot of that is from the stuff that people don't even see, just how well they're taking care of the hotel, all the stuff that yep. you have to organize is, is really hard. I've been there. I only did it once, example. and I was I am, like, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am signing a contract for NAMS 15 and 16 this week, the hotel. And I'll wow. be on the hook. Yeah, I know. Can you believe that? <laughs> no, I've never heard of that before that early. Yeah, and I, I, am, um, I am signing the contract, and I am on the hook. If people don't show up for 16 and 15 and 16, I'm on the hook. For eighty thousand dollars, for eighty thousand wow. dollars each, if people, don't, yeah, if people don't show up. Wow. 
Well, I imagine there won't be a 16 if you don't do a 15, but still, that's <laughs> that's huge. Yeah. So, but 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 you but you know that kind of stuff scares me to death. But the truth is, I have to have faith. Remember? Right. It's you got to look at all those shining, beaming faces on all the socials saying, "Hey, I'm going to Nams. I love Nams." And I mean, it just—it's a flood. I don't ever hear anybody, David. I don't hear anybody ever talking about anything as much as I see in the coordinated, it seems coordinated, but it's really organic, but it seems like a coordinated effort to, to for upon just people talking. They just want to talk about NAMS, and they do. And, of course, a lot of them, they're doing it with like affiliate links and things like that, but I can tell everybody here that, you know, that only goes so far. If we could only get our affiliates to talk about us just because of the affiliate money as much as they talk about NAMS, then I would be very, very happy today. I mean, I would be buying a second house today because it, that doesn't happen. So there has to be something more, and, it, and there is. And I think if you look at all of that, it gives you a little bit more comfort in knowing that, well, I might be on the hook for eighty grand, but look at all these people. Look at all this stuff. Look what's been built here. That's standing behind you when you're writing those contracts up. Right, right, it is. You know, and and uh, and I have some huge financial goals this year uh, to actually beef up my um, my, my the the, uh, the NAMS um, business bottom line uh, because mm-hmm. I really I've really not paid attention to that like I I, I should. You know, for example, my list is fairly small. You would think my list is huge. My list is fairly small. I don't do a whole lot of list building. I don't do a whole mm-hmm. because it's all organic, like you said. I don't. I poke it occasionally when it comes up to uh, within a month or two of the workshop. We almost always have 75% of our attendees, 75% of the people registered for the next workshop by the end of the current workshop. I mean, it's it's yeah. that organic. People are that in love with it, and they say, I'm coming back, of course. Um, and yeah. and I wish I could say, I wish I could say, boy, I'm brilliant. But the truth is, <laughs> it is I'll just what we've built. It's just what we've built. Well, you it's know what, the, you, David? Again, this is just like what we just talked about. Your uh, your support for your event is only an inch away, and at any given point, and also uh, your your giant email list is only an inch away. Because you've done such a thing for for all of your experts, there's not an expert on your list that I I know that wouldn't mail and and mail into a lead capture form for the first time probably for you. And and it's all right there. So it's like you've been building up this, and this is for everybody. This isn't just David's particular instance. Don't don't set yourself apart from this if you're listening to this. This has got to do everything with you, uh, listeners. But you you've been building up this bank account of goodwill and service, which is what Directions University is all about when we're teaching people how to do business with a heart and with service at the forefront. And a lot of people probably could analyze your situation and say, you know what, you could have cashed in on this a little bit earlier than this. But it's okay because you still have all of that goodwill and you can do it whenever you want. But, you know, that big email list that you want, all your experts would mail for you today if you asked them to. Or pretty so close the to whatever their next that. scheduled mailing was. <laughs> here's the thing about the email list, Jack. Um, I would rather have a small list and an engaged list than I would a large right. list. So that's always been my focus. Is if, if I'm talking to, I, I want to be able to talk to people on Facebook. I want to be able to answer messages. I want to, you know, I, my email, my personal email has gotten way out of control. Um, but my yeah. my messages on Facebook and stuff like that, I'm, I'm able to really communicate with people via Facebook, and I communicate with my 
instructors and folks like that via Skype. Um, but I will say that um, this whole thing of goodwill, it, to, if, if I were to tell anybody listening to this right now, what's the most important thing you can do? Um, you know, we always say the customers come first, right? Um, I don't believe that. Um, we say that, um, uh, well, let me just tell you what, what I believe. I believe that your relationships, whether they're customers or instructors or partners, any relationship you have is as important as the next relationship. So, you know, that to me is absolutely key to everything. If I go out to instructors and say, you know, we got a we got a rocket rocket this year. Um, I've got I know that there are of the forty instructors, I know that twenty of them would mail by the end of the week. I absolutely yeah. know that. And by the way, when it comes to instructors, um, this is a really key thing for me. I get people all the time wanting to be an instructor. And I've had – I turned away a guy at uh, NAMS 12 that I'd been after for three years to be an instructor. And he finally agreed to come. He's a big name, big name instructor. Um, and he he said, okay, I'd like to do it. One of the people who are there who's in your, your instructor corps now is uh, a good friend of mine who says nothing but good things about you guys. I can, can I speak on Saturday afternoon, and I'll fly in Saturday morning and fly out Saturday night? And I said, oh, man, I can't uh-uh. do it. I, that's yeah. not the kind of instructors that we have. Uh, so I turned him away, and he said, I completely understand, but I'm not willing to give you three days. And I said, okay, fine. We're good. So the way we pick our instructors now, we have about a third of our instructors who are fundamental. Those people have been teaching core courses, like setting up blogs, um, creating content, uh, things that people have to do every time, right? Uh, and then yeah. a third of our instructors are people who are specialty instructors who have been part of the team already. They've been back one or two or three or four times. They come back every other or every third workshop, and they teach their specialty area. But they probably show up anyway because they love coming. Uh, and the, the third group of instructors are new instructors. These are people that we're bringing in who have new knowledge, uh, new list, new community, new followers, new way to uh, throw some new blood into the system and also teach us something new. Um, and, and the top ten affiliates that I have um, who are also instructors always get to teach. The top 10 affiliates that I have, I reward them that way for always getting to teach. Um, and if you are a new instructor and you promote well, you can come back. And if, you, if the people love you, if the feedback comes back on the people loving you, you can come back. Um, but I never pick new instructors. That's what I was getting to with all of this. I never pick new instructors. When I was on the boat, I bet I had the cruise, I bet I had uh, 20 people coming up to me and saying, you know, how do I become an instructor at NAMS? And I'd say, who do you know? Who do you know that has been an instructor already? Because you have to get them to convince me that you need to come. And the reason that we do it that way is because I want instructors, current instructors, to have skin in the game. So if that person comes on to the crew and they don't fit our value model and they don't fit our uh, generosity, our heart, we call it the NAMS heart, if they don't fit the NAMS heart, then I'm going to go back to that instructor and say, what the hell were you thinking? 
once again, the similarities between NAMS and, and what you're doing and what we're doing at Directions University are uncanny uh, because we don't have to select faculty members. <laughs> I mean, they just there's a line of them and people who have approached us because we're a home. Do you feel like that's what you offer people in a sense too Absolutely. as instructors? It's, it's a home. You're really well taken care of. You know that you can be more of what you are as an expert than anything else because we're not going to make you work at doing anything else. We just want you to be an expert. And we've got the infrastructure. We've got the system. We've got the container for you that you can just, like you said earlier, pour yourself into and be you. We'll support you with everything else. And that's why we have experts banging down our door wanting to be a part of DU, like you do with NAMS. It's just really weird how closely <laughs> we match up like that. Yeah, I know you I love guys that, are really not going to believe this, but we are out of time. Oh, wow. No way. That's impossible. Boy, how time flies when you're having fun, David. Yeah. <laughs> Great conversation. Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you so much for coming, David. I, I, I know that our, our listeners are getting a lot out of this, so thank you. Good. Once well, again, David, you guys can I find out where we're... I will absolutely positively be at NAMS in March, for sure. Excellent. Excellent. I'll see if Love I can twist speaker. Jack's arm and get him to join me. I'm working on it. I'm working real hard on it. Awesome. I'd love to see another Hoosier there, Jack. I personally yeah. am inviting people to show up because on Friday night, I'm waiting for Jack and Gina's karaoke. That would be awesome. Okay. That probably is not going to happen unless it's a drum karaoke. Hey. That's why I became a drum. guitar karaoke. <laughs> There you go. So that'll sell a couple tickets right there. Well, yeah. if you would like Once to again, join Once again, you guys can find out Gina more about at, David at, I'm going to say it, Gina. Go for it. <laughs> at at dulovesnams.com. So everybody go check it out. It's going to be really, really fun. Uh, now you know who's taking care of you. Now you know uh, you have a lot to learn there. And uh, from Traffic Master's perspective, it couldn't be a better place in March for you to be um, to learn just a lot more about driving up your traffic and having a business that you love and that works around your lifestyle rather than the other way around. So everybody and show up, DULovesNAMS.com. Don't just check it out. Go get your ticket now so that you can join us in March. Thank you so much, David. I've wanted you on the show for a long time. I am so glad we finally got you here. I will reach out for, to talk to you later this week and see where we go from here. I do appreciate it, guys. I really appreciate being here, too, and I love what you're doing. Thank you so much. Jack and I and Jan will be back next week, same time, same place, for Natalie Ledwell, the founder of Mind Movies, joining us here on Traffic Masters. Have a great week, everybody. Join us Tuesday at noon Eastern for the next episode of Traffic Masters. From traffic to conversion to business success.